Good morning and happy Monday. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. Is your holiday shopping done yet? Mine is not, but I am getting there. Uh, And one of the things that you can do if you are worried about holiday shipping times is go to the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce website and find our business directory. That is going to give you a list of member benefits. We sort them by category or you can search. Uh, And that's going to be a really great tool for you if you are looking to shop at some small locally owned businesses this holiday season. Today, we are going to be joined by uh, Dave Schroeder. He's the executive director of the Kenton County Public Library. The library is not just about books anymore. And Dave is going to talk to us about everything that the library has to offer to the community and what they're planning on in 2022. We also have one more bonus interview about annual dinner. We're gonna be joined by Laura Mingi. She is the Senior Philanthropic Advisor at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. And she's going to be talking to us about the Devuca, which is very exciting. Annual dinner is this week. Are you ready? If you haven't gotten tickets, unfortunately, uh, those tickets are gone. But if you are attending this year, do not forget about the after party at the Metropolitan Club that's going to immediately follow the main program. Before we get to those two bonus interviews and member of the week, I'm going to thank our sponsors, CVG, our title sponsor, C-Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsors, Haran and Heartland Bank. Now, I will see you guys soon and send you off to member of the week. CVG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media, where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. Kentucky Paws Animal Hospital is a labor of love. They strive to ensure the environment is relaxed and the appointment goes smoothly and efficiently. Level 4 Construction offers services in construction management, general contracting, concept design and development, and tenant finish and refresh. Susan Salon and Spa is a full-service, locally-owned salon that values trust, family, dependability, teamwork, and kindness over all else. When you order from Swan Floral and Gift Shop, their staff is dedicated to delivering the freshest flowers, plants, and gifts across Northern Kentucky. Chambers and Grubbs Funeral Home has been providing compassionate, comforting, affordable funeral and cremation services to families in Northern Kentucky for over 115 years. Lady Eclectic Boutique is an affordable online and in-store clothing and accessories boutique 
combining modern flair with a southern charm while balancing the newest and most diverse styles. The Yoga Bar is a boutique yoga studio that offers small class sizes and big life changes. They specialize in traditional hatha and vinyasa yoga classes, meditation, and mindfulness. Bomdia Massage and Wellness is a woman veteran-owned business. Their mission is to help you heal yourself. After spending several years at a corporate job, Kelly Spanier began Colette Papery in 2009 to solve two problems, lose the soul-sucking job and create funny cards. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast. I'm here with Dave Schroeder. He is the Executive Director of the Kenton County Public Library. Dave, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Sarah. Well, uh, let's get started right off the bat. Um, the library is not just books. There's so much that the library does. Can you touch on a little bit about what you guys do? Absolutely. Uh, we were established in the early 1900s as the Covington Public Library, and so we've been around a long time. So we have seen libraries change over the years, and we kind of consider ourselves, um, you know, leaders in that regard. And so we've always been a little bit ahead of the trend, and we like being ahead of the trend. We like experimenting and, you know, working through things. And so um, I think people would be surprised that we've had ebooks for 20 years. Um, and so we have a large collection of ebooks that people can check out online from our app or our webpage. Um, and so those are always available. Uh, we do a lot of programming. So everything from infant story times all the way up through book clubs and adult programming, teen programming. Uh, we do a lot of outreach these days. So uh, we have a vehicle that goes to 40 daycares throughout Kenton County and not only um, delivers books, but also does programming uh, based on uh, the American Library Association um, curriculum, Every Child Ready to Read. So that's one of our um, goals um, in our new strategic plan is early childhood literacy. So that's one of the things that we're going to be focusing on in the next three years. So the library uh, has changed tremendously. We have a stream center, which is our STEM center at Erlanger, and we have smaller um, uh, STEM centers at Erlanger and Durr. So we're constantly um, teaching people how to use new equipment and how to make things and do things. And so uh, it's a very different library than what you may have experienced 10 or 15 years ago. Yes, I know I am a Kenton County Library member and I love uh, Libby and Overdrive and being able to yes. get my Kindle. It's one of, it's been life-changing. <laughs> yes, and, and, uh, and, and it's interesting too that we have a lot of people who use online materials. Uh, we also have over a hundred databases that are available for students and uh, folks who are doing research. So there's a lot of um, that information online that's free just getting on your PC wherever you are with an internet connection. So um, yeah, we're offering a lot these days online, but our bread and butter is still traditional materials. So most of the materials that are checked out are still those hardback or softback books. People um, are still very interested in books. And what we're seeing as a trend is younger people in particular are moving back to print materials. Um, I think they're done with the screen time all day and they like picking up an actual book and reading a book. So our young adult circulation for up is, uh, for instance, is up uh, significantly this year over last year. Oh, that's cool. I would have never thought that, but it makes yeah. a lot of sense, especially with students being so online in their school days, especially if they're doing school from home. It makes a lot of sense that they would be wanting that hard or softback book. 
And what I think is always interesting is, you know, teens always want to do things that their parents aren't doing. And yes. many of the parents have moved to online. And so it's kind of almost rebellious to go back to a, a real book. And so it's, it's, it's interesting to see how the generations are always changing. Yeah, that's very cool. You are also the treasurer of Northern Kentucky WIB, um, working with workforce efforts. And I know that the library is very involved in those workforce efforts. Can you touch on those? Absolutely. Um, during the Great Recession, uh, we saw lots of people coming into our libraries, particularly the Covington Library, since we were so close to the Career Center. Uh, and the Career Center was being slammed in those days uh, with so many people who were unemployed. And so we started, you know, some smaller programs of helping people with resumes and things. And as the, the recession kind of ebbed and we started looking at, well, what can we do more in workforce development without um, duplicating what everybody else was doing? So we started meeting with other groups, the Career Center, the Brighton Center, the Web, and saying, what are the gaps? And one of the gaps was um, folks who were managers um, who had been outsized or downsized, but nobody was really working with them. So we decided to take that on at the library as kind of our mission. And so we started what's called the Northern, Northern Kentucky Accountability Group. And so they meet every Wednesday morning at the Erlanger branch. Um, and they are mostly professionals who are uh, looking to either change career paths or uh, have been outsized or downsized and are looking for new opportunities. Um, and so that is available. We also have our, our Job Search Central uh, page, which is on our website, that has an enormous amount of information on job searching, on connecting people to other agencies that are our partners. Um, we are fortunate enough that we're an access point for uh, the uh, Career Center. So uh, we can do some of that programming um, with the assistance of the Career Center. And we have a memorandum of understanding with the state um, and working with Brighton Center, the Career Center, and all of our partners. Um, again, we're, we're trying to use tax dollars um, as, as efficiently as possible, and we're trying not to duplicate. And so all of us are really working well together. We're, we're a really well-oiled machine in Northern Kentucky when it comes to try providing job services. Uh, and it's been really great working on the web because it's expanded my mind on what we can do. And it's also made me think, okay, somebody else is already doing that. So let's let them do that. They're doing a good job with that. Let's focus on what we're doing. So it's been a really great experience and it's been really successful and we're getting national attention. Um, we've been um, promoted by the American Library Association uh, as one of the libraries to watch across the country for workforce development efforts. Yeah, and that is great. I know uh, Growing KY and a bunch of other efforts are going really strong. And one Correct. of the cool things about the library that we talked about uh, last time we talked was uh, the library's involvement with LNK, Leadership Northern Kentucky. You guys are very involved. Yes, uh, I love that program in general. Um, I went through it uh, many years ago. We've had about a dozen staff members go through Leadership Northern Kentucky. Uh, most of our senior uh, staff members have gone through leadership. Um, it's been a great experience for them in learning new skills. Um, also, I can't overemphasize the importance of making connections and forming partnerships. That has been great for us, and, and, and LNK has, has really allowed us to do that. Um, and so it, it's been so beneficial to us 
to not only increase our skills, but also to build those partnerships. And Leadership Northern Kentucky has, has been instrumental in making that happen. Um, I'm very pleased to serve as the chair of the Leaders of Distinction Award Committee uh, on the chamber. So we're looking forward to uh, hopefully in the spring, if everything goes well, we'll be able to um, give our next uh, awards out, uh, leaders, leaders of Distinction Awards out, uh, hopefully early next year. So we're really excited about that and uh, recognizing those leaders who are so important to Northern Kentucky and what we do. Yeah, and Northern Kentucky, it's a little community. Well, it's a big community, but it feels little. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of little communities that work really well together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes Northern Kentucky unique. Uh, and the chamber is one of those things that unites us. So, um, you know, we're so grateful for the chamber and we're active on, we're active in GROW, we're active uh, in leadership. Uh, we attend, uh, actually one of our staff members is on the exit issue planning committee. So uh, we try to be active members and get back to the chamber because we get so much from the chamber. And so it's a, it's a give and take. Yeah, it's so great uh, working with the chamber, working with other community organizations and knowing it really feels all the time like we're all in this together. Yes. And the library does so much for our community, not just the workforce. Uh, you guys do a ton and you really try to meet the community where it is because you guys have so many locations where you actually interact face to face with so many members of our community. Yes, one of the one of the things that you're going to see coming up in the coming year, uh, we've ordered a new outreach vehicle, which will allow us to go uh, right now we're as I said we're going to 40 day cares. We're also going to every uh, congregant senior living facility in Kenton County so nursing homes and uh, assisted living uh, homes. Uh, but we want to do more. And so we've bought a new vehicle that allows us to put, uh, to wheel collections onto the vehicle. Um, so we'll be able to tailor those to whoever we're going to. So if we're going to a community center uh, on the east side, for instance, in Covington, we can uh, load up trucks and we can uh, fill those, uh, fill the vehicle with materials that we think people in that community would appreciate. Uh, we can wheel the trucks into the community center or onto the fairgrounds or wherever we are, and we can get people a card immediately and they can check them out. And so uh, we're really excited about that new program as well. We want to get to where people are, and we want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to use the library, whether they can get to the building physically or not. Mm -hmm. And what else is coming up for 2022 for the library? Uh, the outreach vehicle is really important. Uh, we're working on our new strategic plan. So uh, the three areas of concentration are going to be uh, early childhood development or early childhood literacy, uh, which is one of the, um, the goals of the chamber, as well as one of the goals of the state chamber. So we feel a lot of synergy going there. Uh, we're going to be working, focusing on lifelong learning uh, because we see a lot of adults who are trying to up their skills or learn new things. And so we wanna make sure that we're meeting everyone's um, needs uh, across the age spectrum. And the third one is stimulate imagination, uh, which seems broad, but it's, um, it's encouraging people to, again, um, think outside the box, you know, use our stream center and see what we have to offer, learn how to make things, uh, pick up a new hobby. Um, history and genealogy is one of the big things we do at the Kent County Library. We have one of the largest Kentucky history and genealogy collections in the country, uh, certainly in the Commonwealth. 
Um, and we do a lot of work helping people find the histories of their families, their homes, their businesses, um, working with a number of cities now who are working on anniversary publications. So we have this huge collections of materials that we really want people to, to use. And we're always having people donate materials to us. Um, this past year, we've had a number of really exciting donations of materials that would have been lost otherwise. So we're, we're really happy about being able to collect those and make them available to the community. Well, that sounds exciting. I don't know what all you've gotten donated, but I know that history and genealogy is something that my mom loves. <laughs> I think that stuff is so cool. It, uh, One of the things that I think is really interesting, just to kind of give you an, an idea, is uh, a gentleman who's, I think it was his great-great-grandfather who was in the Civil War. He was from Cincinnati. He was involved in building the defenses in Northern Kentucky when the Confederates were uh, ready to invade uh, Northern Kentucky. So he was part of that. And he got wounded uh, when he was sent further south and spent some time in an Atlanta prison. Well, during this time period, he was writing letters back to his wife. And his wife wrote letters back to him. And uh, this individual in our community donated those letters to us from the 1860s because wow. he wanted to make sure they were preserved. And so there's just this wonderful firsthand accounts of a greater Cincinnatian who was fighting in the Civil War. And those are so rare to find. So, you know, we're yeah. really excited when people bring us those wonderful things. Yeah. And then on that note, uh, I think this is a good closing one. That feels it feels very library, but it also feels very surprising. Is there anything else about the library that you think would surprise people that maybe they don't, they wouldn't assume that the library does? I think so. Um, and I think maybe if you think about the recognition that we've received, we're, we're extremely, um, uh, we're just very lucky in greater Cincinnati to have such a rich library environment. You know, we have so many wonderful library districts in Northern Kentucky and in Southwest Ohio. Um, and, you know, we have always supported those and it's been wonderful. Um, the Kent County Library has been working very hard to really up our game over the last 25 years or so. Uh, we've really been very systematic about what we're doing and how we're being responsive to the community. And so um, last year, for instance, Library Journal, which is our, our major publication for libraries across the country, um, they rank libraries um, by um, certain standards. And there's six categories by size, and we're in the second highest category. We were ranked number six in the country. So the Kenton County Library was ranked the number six library in, in the nation um, based on this criteria that Library Journal has set up. And we were only one of 17 in the southeastern United States that were even ranked. So um, we're very proud of that. Uh, I think it shows the work that our board and our staff do every day to make sure that we're providing the best services we can and the support we get from the community. You know, we always try to remember every decision we make, um, you know, it really is dependent on how is this going to serve our public and how is this going to make life better for people living in Kent County, so. Yeah, well, Dave, that is so great. Is there anything else that you want to impart to our podcast listeners before I let you go on with your busy day? No, I think that probably covers uh, most of the stuff that we really wanted to talk about. Um, just want to encourage people to use their libraries wherever they are. Um, they're great resources, and uh, we're really excited to uh, Look forward to 2022, 2020, and 2021 have been difficult for all of us, and we're hoping to maybe get back to a little more normalcy. 
-hmm. but always know that the library is here. One of the things that people might be surprised is all three of our branches have drive-through windows. So if you're not comfortable coming into a building still, you can always call us or get online, put books on hold and go through the drive-through and pick them up. You never have to come into the building. Um, so it's just another service that we provide um, that um, has been really helpful during the pandemic. Yeah, I know the Dur branch, the line around that yeah. was very large there for a while. <laughs> yes, um, people, people like the drive-through windows. Um, they're very convenient, especially for people who are disabled or um, I think of young parents who have the car full of kids who don't want to drag them in to pick up the books, but it's easy enough to go through the drive-thru and get them and everybody can stay in their place and don't have to disrupt the whole car and you can take them home and read them. So uh, again, we're always trying to find ways to make things as easy as possible for people to get books in their hands or on their Kindle or on their iPhone and read. Yes. So everybody get out there and read. Yes. Well, yeah. Definitely. Everybody check out Libby. Remember, visit your library. We have so many great branches around Northern Kentucky. I'm sure one is right next door to you nearly. And Dave, yes. thank you again so much for joining us today. And thank you so much, Sarah, and thanks to the Chamber. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. So Heartland is celebrating its 110th anniversary this year. Recently, we partnered with the Kinkle family and the Fisher family in Northern Kentucky, Boone, Kenton, and Campbell counties. And we have three uh, offices there to serve the Northern Kentucky region. Just remember, when the economy heats up, come see us at Heartland Bank, where banking really feels good. Come on over to Heartland, where banking feels good. Welcome back to the podcast. I am joined today by Lauren Mingi, Senior Philanthropic Advisor of the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. Laura, thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Great. And so we are going to be talking about the Davout Cup, which is an award that is giving out, uh, which is given out at annual dinner, which is on December 16th. So tell me about the Davout Cup and why is it given? Since uh, 2004, the Greater Cincinnati Foundation has presented the Davout Cup to honor the generosity of individuals who make a profound difference in the quality of community life in Northern Kentucky. We've had the joy of giving it now to 18 amazing individuals and couples. That is awesome. So tell me a little bit about our 2021 recipients. Uh, this year, GCF is delighted to present the 2021 Debut Cup to Ted and Marlene Robinson, recognizing their countless community contributions. Uh, Marlene has been a longtime education leader and Ted, a renowned business leader with many board positions. Among them, of course, he once served as board chair for the Northern Kentucky Chamber. Uh, Ted was also a founding committee member of GCF's Northern Kentucky Fund when it launched in 1998. Uh, since that time, GCF and our donors have granted nearly $50 million in Kenton, Campbell, and Boone counties. 
And that is so awesome. We love generous Northern Kentuckians. You know, we have such a wonderful community in Northern Kentucky, and it's awesome that the Greater Cincinnati Foundation is recognizing these people this year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so when you guys go through and you're picking out the awards, how do you guys go about doing that? Every summer, we convene a group of uh, donors in Northern Kentucky and community leaders uh, to discuss and select the recipients based on the award criteria. The list of nominees is long. There are so many fantastic people in our region. It is always a conversation that I greatly enjoy. So annual dinner is kind of the closing of 2021. It's the last big event, and we're looking forward to 2022. So tell me, what is the Greater Cincinnati Foundation looking forward to in 2022? So much. We're looking forward to so much next year. We are eager to continue building our presence and trusted relationships in the community, especially in Northern Kentucky. Look forward to helping to connect more people with purpose and bring the region one step closer to a more vibrant and equitable place for everybody to enjoy. Um, specifically, we'll be deepening our focus areas in affordable housing and racial justice. We'll be applying a racial equity lens to our grant making and all of our leadership work. Uh, we'll also be promoting trust-based philanthropy with our donors as we work to help amplify their generosity in the region. That's really an important piece for us. Um, and we also look forward to working with more um, business owners and uh, company partners through our new 2CF for Business program. Well, that is awesome. That is a lot. And we are excited to see what uh, you have to do in the community and keep doing. And you guys have already done so much. <laughs> but Laura, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm sure I will see you at annual dinner. I am sure plenty of other people will see you there. And we are, are looking forward to uh, handing out the debut cup and seeing you then. Us too. See you then. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those conversations with Dave and Laura, and I hope that you guys take advantage of some of the wonderful opportunities that the library offers to the community. I know that I'm a really big fan of Libby. I love being able to check out library books on my phone or on my Kindle. Uh, it saves me a lot of money throughout the year. And don't forget about annual dinner. I know many of you will not be able to because it's just around the corner. We also have eggs and issues this week, and that is on Tuesday, as it usually is at receptions. It's going to be a really great event. We're going to be talking about big events in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati and how local organizations work together to bring in those events and how those events benefit our economy. Thank you again to our sponsors, CVG, our title sponsor, C-Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsors, Haran and Heartland Bank. And finally, if you are a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce and you want to be on the podcast, please reach out to Lynn Ablin. You can find her contact information on the staff directory on the website. And thanks again, guys, for joining us today. This is the last time you will see me for the year. We will not have podcast episodes on December 20th or December 27th. So please have a wonderful and safe and happy holiday with your family. And I will see you all in the new year.